I love labels. I am a label guy. I love labels, you know, because the ADHD label means if I go on Facebook and see where it says the people are ADHD, what that means to me is, hey, there's a good chance someone in this group might be interesting. You know, I like the labels. It's how we it's how I use to find the people that I want to interact with. I don't understand why it has to be looked at as a bad thing to say you're ADHD or I happen to have ADHD. I mean, it's silly to me. However you self-identify, you know, uh, I'm like men or I'm gay. Hey, whichever. ADHD Rewired episode 203. This is the show designed for those of us with really good intentions, but a slightly wandering attention. My name is Eric Tivers. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, coach, and speaker. The website is ADHDrewired.com. We know that starting is the hardest part, so let's get started. But first, let me tell you about this. When I first had the call with you, I was in the middle of my second move, and I just locked myself out my apartment left my keys at work I thought but they weren't there and I was uh, didn't really have anywhere to stay for the weekend it was just like a terrible situation <laughs> and uh, and I really at that point I, I had just come to like a dead stop thing in my life I mean I really stopped progressing on so many things and was so overwhelmed by that procrastinating on everything I possibly could really I mean I was and I was just like embarrassed and Really, I was just embarrassed and ashamed about it, about that inability to move forward. And that's really what this group gave back to me is that is my not only like my ability to move ahead, but also direction and the ability to move forward on my goals, too. And I realized so much during our time together, um, everything from like time awareness was huge for me, self-care and the fact that everything's okay. Not only were they not worth dwelling on, there were things that I, I'm able to overcome. So in all those ways, this group has changed everything for me. It feels awesome. Yeah, I just feel so much more able, <laughs> I think. Like, I feel like I lost so much faith in myself, I think, when I'm starting this group and just getting that back really changed everything. Don't miss your chance to register early. Go to coachingrewired.com to learn more and to schedule your registration interview today. It could be the one thing you do today that changes everything. Early registration ends February 15th, but hurry because space is limited. The website again is coachingrewired.com. That's coachingrewired.com. Support for this podcast comes from patrons like you. And I want to thank our newest patrons, Mark, Nancy, Marcella, Philip, Chris, and Caitlin. So as of Friday, January 26th, when I'm recording this, we're only four patrons away from hitting our goal of 65 patrons by January 31st. So that's tomorrow if you're listening to this on the day it came out. If we hit our goal... Patrons at any level will be invited to an adult study hall for patrons only. Show your support for ADHD Rewired with your monthly gift over at 
ADHDrewired.com slash Patreon. Your support helps pay for the production of this podcast, will help me continue to build my team so they can help me help you. It will also help replenish our coaching group scholarship fund, and you will get invited to more live events. As the number of patrons continue to grow, I'm actually starting to look at Patreon more like a membership community where I'll offer more live events, Q&As, and other things that can directly help you. The website, again, is ADHDrewired.com slash Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. And thanks. The ADHD Women's Palooza is just around the corner. Join me and over 30 of the top ADHD experts focused on women's issues and ADHD. It's taking place February 5th through the 10th. I'll be there talking about perfectionism right before Ned Hallowell session and how to know if your meds are working. All sessions are free to attend live or you can catch the replay for up to 24 hours after the event absolutely free. Encore packages are available to purchase so you can watch or listen to any of the sessions when it fits in your schedule. To learn more, go to ADHDrewired.com slash Palooza. That's ADHDrewired.com slash Palooza. That's P-A-L-O-O-Z-A. Welcome back to another episode of ADHD Rewired. Today's guest, and we are actually live streaming this, so if you didn't see the live stream because you're not in the community, I'm sorry you missed it, but you're getting to hear what happened. So we have today the, I think, back on top as the number one most frequent frequented guest to ADHD Rewired, the one and only Mr. Tom Nardone. Thank you for having me. So, Tom, I want to thank you for being my sloppy seconds today. Um, hey, it was my pleasure to always be that for you. <laughs> so I was supposed to have Kathleen Nadell on today, which I was really, really excited about. And uh, on Friday, I saw two calls from her, but there was no there was no uh, message. So I figured it was not a big deal. And then so I'm, I'm in the Zoom room waiting for her to show up. And it's now, you know, I think seven or eight minutes into it. And I'm like. That's kind of weird. So I'm checking my phone. I'm checking my email. And then I go to check my Google Voice, um, which is the, the number that I sort of have out there publicly. And then a, uh, the thing said, you're not logged in, which means I wasn't getting messages. And she left me a voicemail on Friday letting me know that she couldn't do it. So um, totally my fault. And I so I, I first left her a message. I was like, Kathleen, where, where, where are you? Um, you know, I need to reschedule, I blah, blah, blah. And then when I realized that it was totally my fault, I had to, I called back, left her another message and disregard that last message. And, uh, and here we are. Yes, we are. So just in it's case, not, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Now, as I, you know, you and I had talked the other night and, uh, you know, it, I, I'd got a message from you. I, I didn't even know what you were wanting. I just figured you were calling to see how I was doing because, you know, I didn't have that great of a day as a day yesterday, as you might remember. But uh, uh, I just figured you were kind of doing a follow up. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Eric wants to do a show. So, you know, you know, brain cancer. I'm still a whore. So, I, I mean, <laughs> still, still going to still going to put myself out there. Any chance for attention, you'll take it. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's I mean, 
That's the name of the game. <laughs> Just in case you're new to the podcast and new to ADHD Rewired and don't know who Tom Nardone is, uh, Tom is Tom and I have been friends for for quite some time since uh, I think since the birth of the podcast. Um, since the birth of yours. Yep, yep. And then uh, he started the Tom Nardone Show, which uh, if I, I, I encourage everyone to check it out. It's uh, most of the episodes are him and his wife who both have uh, a pretty raging ADHD, and they're not professionals in the in the ADHD like they're not mental health professionals they they're just people and uh they just they banter and talk about life and it's it's real and it's raw and it's funny and um you know you sometimes wonder why they hit record and release that conversation um well (laughs) (laughs) the the reason is uh you know you listen to our show to find out why you need to listen to other shows like <laughs> your show. Why don't we listen to Eric's show? Oh, did you hear Tom's show? Oh, yeah. Well, that's why, because this doesn't work or this needs help. <laughs> so, um, if you guys don't know, uh, Tom, um, was it uh, when was it that you were diagnosed with brain cancer? No, I don't know. Uh, you know, that <laughs> you would think that would be a date I would like know, but, but nope. Um, but I don't. It's, it, was, it seems like it was. I want to say September. I don't know. It's about been about five, six months. Yeah. So uh, diagnosed with brain cancer, and uh, um, and Tom was on not too long ago. Um, uh, I think it was right like a week after uh, your your surgery. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So if uh, if you haven't heard that one, go go check that out because uh, man, the 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 progress that that Tom has made because he was. Uh, and that the I, I talked to you, but probably four or five hours after your surgery. Uh, yeah. Matter of fact, uh, I, when I was in my my bed at the hospital, I had my phone and uh, I I must have been laying on my side or something because the light when you called me on, I guess, Zoom kind of got my attention. I'm like, yeah, hey. I mean, I didn't know I had the surgery or nothing. And. I think you had said you could understand like, you know, maybe every 15th word that I would say. And hey, and of course, I understood when you said, hey, is um, is Yvonne around? Maybe I could talk to her, you know, since she is still commanding the English language as I once did. So <laughs> it was a funny video. I, have, I don't think we I don't think I've released that yet. I don't, I have it. I know you have it. I, maybe, maybe I should do something with it. Because well, I, I did send you the uh, that conversation, no, the recording. Yeah, I got yeah. it. I got it. I thought it'd be something good for for you to yeah. have. Just it for, was. Yeah. I'm very pleased to see that. I, I couldn't believe it. it. Looked bad. So you know, one of the things that I think has been uh, um, both, I guess, tragic and heroic, just watching your journey through this. Why don't you describe what your mindset about life was? really before compared to after and kind of where you are now. I think, I think it's changed from, from my perspective. Yeah. And it has, and and then it has again, not necessarily back to what it was, but you know, the, you know, at first when, you know, I got diagnosed, it was, uh, I mean, it just didn't make any sense. You know, I'm just like, it's, it was still, Really, just theoretical. Uh, I had a, a scan, and they said they uh, it was a, actually a, a CAT scan, 
And then, then we did the MRI, and of course that showed it even bigger. And they did not know if it was, uh, you know, cancerous. They assumed it was. We were given a choice to go to MUSC or go to uh, Duke, and of course, since Duke is too far away and MUSC is closer, we obviously went to MUSC. Uh, and really great, great bunch of people down there. I mean, you know that feeling when you're at the hospital and it's like, oh my God, hopefully we get to go home today. And you got that. I never had that. Mm. It was just so cool there that you know every everybody was just great. We had a blast there, and especially Yvonne because. You know, I was on Oxycontin and, you know, I didn't, not that I needed that to be loud and, and, uh, you know, obnoxious, but boy, it didn't, <laughs> it didn't help that, you know, it wasn't any easier for my, my mom, uh, to, to, you know, she put her head in like, what is he doing? You know, some, uh, you know, and we had a lot of fun there, but you know, it, it there was a lot of pain after the, the surgery happened and, you know, and I, I was really fine uh, up until a point before the surgery. Uh, I could still talk. There's no issues with my voice until after the surgery. But it, it was just the whole thing was just like some stupid trip that I had to go on. It wasn't didn't feel like it, I didn't have any sense that, oh, I'm getting brain surgery tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just some trip that I didn't want to go on, you know, some place I didn't want to go far from my house and all that. And when I, but you know, it's like the night, the night before we left, I don't know what happened. Uh, I just, I was, I got so scared and I was screaming. I mean, I don't mean yelling like a man. I mean, screaming like a girl at, at the top of my, at my lungs, you know, Vaughn was freaking out, uh, didn't know what the hell was going on there. And, you know, she took care of everything, got me calmed down and I managed and, uh, you know, and I have like the next day we went in and I had no memory of going into the operating room, no memory of going out. I have a vague memory of them asking me some questions during the surgery, because with with some brain surgeries, uh, when it affects memory or speech, particularly speech. You know, they want to make sure I know how to count to 10 because if they're touching a part of my brain and it, I can't count, well, then their thought process is maybe we should just leave that part alone so that Tom can count. That's just the easy way to explain it. Uh, but, you know, when it was all finished, uh, you know, I got the call from you and, you know, if I was there, probably... 48 hours before we were heading home and you know we had just had a blast with the nurses and everything it's really a lot of funny stuff happened like uh you know vaughn was sleeping in the room in the little chairs much when she couldn't get warm because it's so cold in the hospital so she said tom can you slide over and me get in the bed with you and i, I said oh yeah here so she got in boy we both fell asleep and then i mean all i've been doing was sleeping so i get up and i just go look for a coffee pot i'm out making coffee well here comes the doctor around <laughs> doing his rounds and six a flashlight in yvonne's face thinking it's me <laughs> and says and says you 
do not look anything like Tom Nardome. <laughs> and uh, she goes, yeah, he's getting coffee. Just get him out. He'll be back. And she just went back to sleep. I mean, she, she didn't. And here, here I come with my coffee. And I said, oh, hey, man, you need to check out my eyes or have me stick out my tongue or, t- t-, you know, he goes, yeah, we, we got to do all that. And I said, OK, so I didn't know that story. Oh, yeah. So anyway, I was out of work for right at about five weeks and tried to go back. And, you know, I managed to uh, do like two hours the first day. And, but, you know, I didn't have any sense that I wouldn't be able to do it. You know, I didn't, it didn't, but I, I cannot explain the, the fatigue. Now, at, at this point, there had been no radiation. You know, it's just my fatigue. I, I couldn't really explain it and nausea and every, everything. And, but then I think we finally got around to where we were doing the radiation once I got back. And, you know, I've been doing that for like 28 days. What, what's that uh, been like? Huh? What's the radiation been like? Okay. It's pretty uh, irritating, I guess, in a way. I will say that all the girls at the place that we were doing, where I was doing that, were really fun. And, and it, not, it could have been way, way worse. But uh, they were awesome. Uh, got I'll get... Oh, damn it. <laughs> Please hold while Tom takes a call. <laughs> anyway, really, uh, we're leaving it in. Yeah, I'll leave it in. But um, man, I hate phones. <laughs> okay, I don't know why I have three of these up here. I'm taking the batteries out. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the the radiation is now done, but uh, you know about. Halfway through it, now I always wear a hat uh, just because it's winter. It's just what I do. It's just a thing I do. I just like the toboggan hats and people make them for me. And I, I love wearing hats that people that listen to my show send in. But I was thinking, I was in my car one day at work during lunch. So I'd been halfway through my day and I just said, you know, it's odd that I haven't seemed to have lost any hair. But then I said, yeah, my hair's really short. It's not heavy. And, I just figured I'd stick my hand up here and man, I pulled out like this big clod of hair, mm. not at all expecting to, but mm. it was like, you gotta be kidding me. It's like, it just made it too real. You know, it, before that, it was just a, a trip. I was in some pain, taking meds, not going to work, get up, watch TV, play games, whatever I'm doing. Now it's like I got hair. I mean, now it's like this thing is becoming like real. Yeah, it really hit you. And I didn't handle that real well. So rather than go back into Home Depot and say, hey, I'm freaking out. I just skipped that part and I just drove my car home uh, right since I was already in it. I called my very best friend at work, Jason, and uh, he took care of let everybody know. Uh, and, And one thing. I am working to get my store manager on my own show. Uh, he's he's agreed. Uh, his people have all but a, approved it. And, you know, it's because I, I, I do want to say that, you know, there's a lot of I guess there's a lot of companies out there and some are great and some are not. But 
I'll, I'll tell you that at no time has Home Depot ever not been there for everything I've needed. Uh, I, I, I think I work for the best company and the best store in the best company. And certainly mm. I have the best store manager. I can, I, I wouldn't trade him for anything. He is a perfect, perfect man. And he is such a great friend. Mm. And I, I can't, I, I wouldn't be able to even be able to even be with you today had, had Home Depot not been as cool as they are. So, you know, maybe maybe there's plenty of people out there don't really prefer Home Depot, but I'm telling you, if you work there, that's not not a bad thing. You were telling me that there was um, that you wanted to have a, a conversation with your manager uh, when we were talking over the weekend. Um, cause you were like, you were afraid that you weren't, um, like doing what you're, you are coming off the way you were hoping you were coming off or what, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to get into that. Just one other thing now, cause we just, my, like I said, my, my radiation has over is over. And it's, if, if you don't mind me at taping the, taking the helm of your show uh as i often it's, it's all yours when I'm on which a few do well, while, while few you're while do. you're talking i'll check the uh, the comments yeah, why don't you go get yourself something to drink i'll let you know no but um i thought it I, i've i one thing i have been able to do throughout this is to maintain a a sense of humor about it i always try to maintain a sense of humor in everything because it's almost always helpful now the actually the spiritual father of this gag, I guess, was actually my store manager. He just kind of threw it out there. We were talking about, you know, people reacting to, you know, me and my speech and my radiation. Because what would be really cool, you know, is you had like a light bulb that you could like light up and, you know, people would think that you were lighting the light bulb. And of course, we laugh. Now, that same day. I noticed that there was a new light bulb on the shelf. I'm really into light bulbs. I I, I like knowing. I think it's, it might be a light bulb fetish if we can go that far. Could be. <laughs> now, and I'm going to show everybody out there. I've got it here, and I'm going to show you. Now, I do want to say I said this on my own show, and I'll now say it on yours. And you know, Eric, I think I am going to embarrass you. I had all but decided not to, but. I, I am going to say this because I think it's funny and you know, you can be a man and leave it or you can be, you know, or you can edit, but Eric actually bought the joke. Oh, I totally he, fell for it. I totally fell for totally it. Fell for this. Now let me, many of you don't know what we're talking about. Those of you who saw my video uh, did. And what I did is I was sitting in my car and I had a light bulb in my hand. And I would touch the light bulb to my head. And when I touched the light bulb to my head, the, of course, the light came on because that's what I wanted it to do because it's funny. And I would say most of the people at Home Depot just laughed at it. I'd say there's four, five, six uh, who totally bought it. Uh, there was somebody on my page who actually shared that video trying to find out from other people, is this really a thing? <laughs> okay. Well, let me tell you, I'm very proud to tell you that none of my doctors 
fell for it. They knew immediately, which it's was a sign a of a good doctor. <laughs> yes. Okay. Now, this is the light bulb. Now, it's not on right now. This is a light bulb that is has a battery backup in it. Okay. And it is fully charged. Now, here's the thing. This battery, this, the light does not come on when it is disconnected. It comes on when it is connected and the power fails to flow through it. What happens, it, when, the, when the light is turned on, there's a short that remains all the way through it. In the absence of power, the battery automatically kicks on. So all I had to do was take a piece of tape and run it around this rim with a paper clip that would just hook right over here. And if the paper clip touched this and this at the same time, the light bulb come. And I'm going to show you that very easily with this piece of uh, piece of tin foil. So this is the. Have you ever had like a science show on ADH Rewired? We we are now. So how many firsts are result from our shows? There's I mean, been a I'm, lot of firsts. See. Just like that, and the light bulb comes on beautifully. It it's doesn't shock you. Uh, you can, you know, lick your fingers, and as, as long as you get some kind of connection. What happens if you put it on your tongue? Nothing. It, it works. You don't, you don't get that, like, 9-volt battery thing where you, uh... <laughs> that could have been misconstrued out of context, but anyway. <laughs> anyway, so that's how it works. now. If I were to plug, screw this into a lamp right now and turn the lamp on, it wouldn't come on unless I shorted the plug okay. with a paper clip or something. Okay, so that is the secret completely revealed of the Tom Nardone light bulb uh, thing when I would stick my head and it would just come on. Okay, it didn't matter. I could put it anywhere and it would come on. Okay, so that's this. I have one other piece to show and tell, and then we'll move on. Now this... If you saw the video, the second video, this is my my mask. Okay, it's like a, now, is it a strainer. What, what, is, what is that? It's okay. What I would do is I would lay down, and they put this mask over me, and it would it would keep my head still in, in a. Oh, it has like a it's so it's formed yeah. to your face. See right here, uh, here and here. Those are the crosshairs. That's where they aim. So when there's a laser here and a laser here, that means the 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 radiation is hitting the where it's supposed to hit. So, so for the for the listeners on the podcast, it's a, it's white. It's really creepy. It looks like a big hockey mask. Yeah, and it's it's deep and it's sort of mesh like a strainer, like a, a pasta strainer. Oh yeah, I, they had to they had to wet this in hot water and push it on over my face. Let me tell you, that didn't feel good. <laughs> but uh, but fits perfectly. And not, not only that, but see these things. These are kind of like little anchors. I'm thinking I'm going to mount it to the wall. Right. And paint it. I'm going to paint it, mount it to the wall and like keep my keys and wallets and little things. Oh, there you go. Like a catch all. Yeah. So, you know, that's something. But only thing is it really, really creeps Yvonne out. She couldn't. She got she got. I thought I asked you not to bring that home. And <laughs> I said, well, just to point of fact, dear, you did. You did ask me. I just said no. Well, recently, my uh, I, I had to uh, get some dental work done, and uh, to make the the mold, they make a three D print like of your teeth. And so, like after, so when I got after I got the dental work done, my dentist says, "Do you want a, like your teeth?" Like, and it's heavy. I mean, it's it's I don't know, probably a maybe a pound or so. It's 
like you're my actual teeth. I'm like, no, that's really gross. <laughs> huh? Yeah, might be a really great way to like do teeth teeth replacements. Yeah, that's that's how they do it, though. Okay. Now, we are here's here's the issues that I'm kind of having now, and you know these are really big ones. And I I honestly, I feel like I'm going to be able to get through them. Okay, okay. But these been very recent, and they don't make any sense to me. And and Eric, I I know you to be a remarkable therapist, and even though the show is. When I'm on the show, the show's usually about Tom Nardone and what Tom Nardone finds interesting. However, I am opening your show up to you for you to give me any uh, advice, help that that you may have. You know, I'm actually going to play ball with you this time. How about that? Mm. I mean, come on. You did not expect that when this show started. No. And now I'm like, oh, crap. Now I have to, I have to pay attention now, to what now, you're saying. Now you, have, now you have to think. <laughs> usually, I'm a, usually when I'm on a show, you can just like, you know. Check your email. <laughs> I'm checking Twitter. No, but, I haven't um, checked that in a week. <laughs> in, all, in all seriousness, um, it's funny that my my radiation has ended and there is a tapering off period. Uh, but, you know, it, it's not just the nausea. It's in and it's not just the. Uh, the the fatigue. OK, it's 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 the whole thing. And, and it's it's. You know, it's those two things. It, it's people constantly worried about me. Okay, mm-hmm. it's people constantly making concessions for me. It's people constantly allowing me to go to work when I want and go home when I want without having any expectations of me. Um, now, in the past, I'm feel certain i have said that i don't like people having expectations of me uh i did feel that way i suppose until it seemed no longer to be the case when when it actually happened i don't like it you know Mm. and the best scenario for you know like my father you know he 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 worked at five different print shops over his life and every day at every place when he went in he walked in like a hero that's the way I go into Home Depot, but but it's not really the case anymore. I don't mm. know if I'm gonna, you know, like I had a, a throbbing on my face and my speech kicked out. Well, well, they didn't kick the speech didn't kick out, but so now I'm freaking out about that. Which was similar, which was similar to the original symptom. It, it that was very. Yeah. The only difference was it was nowhere near as much, and I was able to continue to speak. Okay, Mm -hmm. so we did not call that a seizure, but you you can't. But to think that that is over and then it come back Mm -hmm. was it it was more than I could take. Um, Now, one thing I actually believe it or not, and don't enjoy this, Eric, when I say this, but I did some research um, about this other thing that I'm. I I just want to take a moment to enjoy that for (laughs) you did some research. is this, are you enjoying I mean, is that part of what make you feel good that I Googled a symptom and studied it for myself to learn science? Are you happy now? Go ahead and get it all out of your system. I'm going to, I'm, you know, at time I'm, um, I, I'm enjoying it actually. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Okay. I'm gonna, for, I'm for, gonna... for new listeners who don't maybe understand our relationship, I'm, I'm probably coming off as a real big a-hole right now. Um, but no, it's... Uh... No, no. Merrick, Eric are brothers. And if either one of us were gay, we'd be together. <laughs> Just saying. It's a done deal. But anyway, uh, we... I went to see now you got me all <laughs> I was um okay the, yeah the research well apparently what I've been having at night now and I've noticed that I've been waking up and like my my chest near my neck up here and then my 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 wrists and maybe maybe my ankles they're very they I would wake up and they would all be sweating and I'll I've always heard about people saying waking up in a cold sweat and all that. And I just thought, oh, God, like that's such a thing as that. You know, people just say things and whatever. But it started to happen to me, but I didn't think much of it. I just figured, you know, I'll take a layer of blankets off. Maybe I'm just too hot. But the other night, it's like 60 degrees up here. That's how I like to sleep. Uh, much like, you know, meat. Uh, <laughs> I love it cold up here. But uh, I'm in spite of that, I'm sweating and I can like feel my heart beating like faster than a heart should beat, mm-hmm. you know, unless it's, you know, hurling to the bottom of the ocean with a concrete block around it. I mean, my heart should not have been going that fast. And I am freaking out. So Yvonne, bless her heart, has all this running around she had to do the next day. And I didn't want to go scare her, wake her up. So I just, you know, tried to do the ask a nurse thing. Didn't work. I had to go down. And, you know, she told me that what I was having were these uh, night panic attacks or anxiety. I think it's a, a night panic attack. I think okay. there's some name for it. She told me a the night, name. Night terror? Huh? Night terror? I'm not sure if, the, if, if, if that's not what she called it. And that's okay. not what I looked up. But it seems like a night panic attack is what okay. it was. She told me you can't die from it, uh, but it is, they are scary. She has them too. Matter of fact, she just said, feel my chest right here, which I was pretty blown away because it is the same thing for her. She's having them too. And what I learned is all the anxiety and all the fears and the constant uh, fear of disappointing everybody who depends on me by really and I know it's all, for the most part, is in my head, you know, but people do depend on me. You know, uh, I haven't done the show in a long time. It's one of those reasons I was, you know, so thrilled to get this opportunity with you today. And I hate not doing a show. And people ask about it and people have been cool and understanding. And I, I, all my fans, I, I, I love all of you guys. And I, I really appreciate that. Not giving me a hard time. And I've been kind of distant for a while but it's just you know it's like i i I was supposed to go into work yesterday right and the weird thing is even after all that stuff the previous night okay i i managed to calm down but so i got in my car it's five in the morning i feel great i i I felt great i couldn't wait to go to work I, i wanted to help people i wanted to make a difference i really wanted to be there I wanted to see my boss who I just disappointed and say, Hey man, I'm back. Look, I'm here. You know, just not, not that he's been anything but great, but 
you know, about two minutes from the parking lot, man, I, I just started, I just started crying and I didn't know why. And when I say crying, I mean, like, you know, like loud, like a family like, member, like the died. ugly, like the ugly cry, like wailing, you yeah. know, and knowing that I wasn't on my way to see Chris or Ashley or any of my coworkers, I was on my way to go see all the people who I'm going to disappoint that day. And it just seemed silly to do it. And I said, well, you know what? You just, I said, you just got to park your car. You just got to park your car and take a minute. Just do that. If you just go park the car, you know, take a minute, relax, do some breathing, which Yvonne has been teaching me. It's actually, I hate to say it, but really does work. Uh, anyway, stop. I know that's smart. <laughs> and um, anyway, so I'm sitting in the car and I finally got where I was calmed down. Okay. So very slowly, very methodically got out, make sure I had all my stuff, closed the door, walking towards the building. And one of my very most favorite managers is out in the parking lot, uh, Ashley, checking on, you know, morning kind of stuff. And, hey, Mr. Nardone, how you doing? And, man, that was it. That was the, that was that wasn't Ashley that, that spoke to me that morning. That was the first person I was in to disappoint. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't I can't seem to. To get past that. What is what and is the difficult. what is the fear? Because, you know, you, you just. I don't want people remembering things I used to do. I don't you know that I can't do. I don't. It's just not what I want. It's, uh, it's sad. You don't want people to remember what you what you used to do. I want them to remember, but I, I don't want to be finished. I don't, I'm, I'm, it's so frustrating to, to, to get yourself so in, engaged and ready to go and do something only to have your own brain just collapse on you like that for, for no for no rational uh, reason, it doesn't make sense to me, uh, and it's scary. You know, it is scary. I mean, we talked a while the other night, Eric, and man, I mean, you rarely see me like that. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just, it, it's like, it just makes trying the next day that much harder because. You know, you don't have anything to build on. You have something to be afraid of. You know, if, if I if you go in one day and just destroy it and get it, it's like, wow, you got something to build on. But man, when you go in there as a, and you know, I, I, fortunately, I, I don't have the the same propensities as a lot of people do. Hey, I said propensities, pretty good. Anyway, uh, I don't have the same propensities to be. Uh, embarrassed as a lot of people do uh so it, it's not the worst thing in the i mean for me to go into my job and everybody see me crying it's trust me um i there might be five people out of a hundred there that have never seen me cry at one time or another i mean it's just how it goes uh 
uh, when you're a badass, just apparently you cry, you cry a lot. But uh, <laughs> no, but you know, it that didn't bother me. It's but now, now it's like when I see Ashley, I'm gonna remember that. I'm gonna and and, and they're all doing everything they can do to to help me. And uh, luckily, though, I'm off today, and I, I was um, off tomorrow. Uh, I, Yvonne and I have spent some time together and we're getting we're actually i think gonna actually do the speech therapy and uh yvonne wants to get me a a counselor for this other thing and Mm. i'm sure it'll be more meds and more trips and more you know it's like now my whole life is like uh it's like i'm on the doctor uh tour you know it's like i'm on tour to see you know doctors and i i don't really like doing that it was so much easier when i could just you know go to my job oh hey i'm off today where's the xbox controller where's my microphone where's my laptop you know and just do the things i wanted to do but now you know it's like so many things i i just feel like i'm losing control of of all parts of my life because there's so many things that that i have to do and can't do now and have to be mindful of in the future because if i you know and 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 it's just it's it just gets me sometime and i don't i don't know what the solution is maybe the solution is nothing maybe it's just simply it'll pass and it'll be better and i'm i'm fine with that but i don't what i don't want people to think is that i wake up every day angry or upset i'm not bitter i'm not resentful that i have brain cancer okay uh, I, I can tell you one or two people who have, their lives are a little better because of talking to me about my own experiences i won't mention their names uh but you know what i, I feel so great about the way i made those people felt that i wouldn't pull this out of my head if if it was going to be at the cost of of them feeling the way they felt before, you know, we discuss it. You know, Tom, I I've known you for you know at least three years, three and a half years, and and um, you know, consider you one of my dearest friends. And um, all the time that I've known you, I've known you to be someone who has one a big heart and two has had a big wall around you. Of, of like protecting yourself with the, the mask of saying, I don't care. And I think that, that this uh, having to confront, you know, your life, it made you, I think, take that mask off and recognize that you do care and you want to care. And I think that, you know, you were saying how you used to like to come home from work and you would play Xbox and do what you want to do. I think that was a lot of numbing. Right. And I think right now you're like fully living, maybe for the first time in a long time. Yeah. And, you know, and you're right, Eric. And, and that, as I've said before, you know, it's there's um, a lot of good things that have been, you know, that I've seen since this has happened and, and far more of those than you know, any bad things. I mean, my life is, I mean, I know how, I don't know, delusional or, or, or if that's the right word, this might sound, but honestly, uh, my life since brain cancer has kind of got a little better in some ways. And a lot of ways, there's things I've 
I've seen in, in, in people and in, in, in friends and family and that, that, that I, I never doubted were there, but there was just no call for me to have seen them because they weren't necessary at the time. Um, you know, my, my mother has, you know, been coming up to see me a lot and, and her awesome husband with her, uh, yeah, they're both great. Everybody's been great. Your performance at the uh, at the Chad convention was is something that a day doesn't go by. I don't think about that whole night with uh, you know with Linda singing, and I and I know uh, and I really did appreciate uh, uh, the video they put out, uh, but the uh, with the subtitles of the song and. The, you know, the, I mean, I've never heard of that happening uh, ever. I've, it was probably the coolest thing I've ever seen happen at a conference. And, man, I, I didn't even know until it was in the middle of it that it was for me. And, I, I you know, it's funny, though, because, you know, I've always I knew I, I well, I should say I thought when I went into, you know, being involved with the blogging and the shows and the the professional people in the ADHD community that I would no doubt be looked at as a black sheep. And I was fine <laughs> to do it. That that's actually, I thought that would got, kind of be a cool thing, but you know, not one person ever, ever has said anything or anything to, to make me feel that way. I've, I, I've, you know, from, from the top down, I, people just will, will, you know, show me a, a quite a lot of them modicum of respect and I, I love this community and to see them those people pull together like that and 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 you know somehow and i didn't even know about it was i was very impressed you know it was a perhaps the most humble humbling moment of my entire life you know without a doubt and uh uh was it uh donna barry who uh taught you know, whispered in my ear to grab your hat, take it off your head and, and start passing it around. I don't remember who you just took my hat. She got bring this right back and you just grab my hat. And I'm, of course I'm crying, listening to Linda, uh, Rogley sing Desperado <laughs> or, or, or singing Tommy Nardone instead of Desperado. So I, I mean, Eric, you could have stripped me naked. <laughs> I, I, I might've just sat there. I don't even know what, I mean, but yeah, I, 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 Vaughn, after a song, she goes, what, what is Eric doing with your hat? I'm like, I, I, hell, I don't know. I mean, and you come back and you got like jam full of money. Because <laughs> <laughs> one of the things that we were, uh, were, yeah, we're doing, we're trying to raise money for you. And I know how like squeamish and uncomfortable you are asking anyone for even a favor, let alone a dollar. Um, so I'm going to, uh, I'll do you the, uh, the, uh, favor of, um, for everyone here who's, who's uh, watching stream live, uh, actually if someone can put in the chat, uh, com slash Tom. And I do think it has to be lowercase Tom. Um, that will go right directly to, uh, the GoFundMe page. Um, cause Tom has a lot of bills and both him and his wife who have both been dealing with cancer and other things right like so you know, these are good people and um uh they need they need some help uh so far how much has been raised so far a little bit almost seven thousand i think 
uh, I think it's almost sixty five hundred, and hey, let's, the let's goal check. was the goal was like a thirty thousand or something. I'm I'm honestly I'm I mean I'm so negative about anything that can cause benefits <laughs> for me really that uh, I honestly if when it hit a thousand I figured oh wow I mean. I never thought, wow, that, that actually turned out pretty good. I mean, to see it go to six was just, you know, made no sense to me. All right. So I'm showing right now on a screen share uh, for, for people who are listening to the podcast. Uh, but this is his GoFundMe page right now. We're at 6420, the goal of 30,000. I wonder if we can, be, before the stream is over, get up to 7,000. That'd be nice. Well, okay. Uh awkward anyway anyway um i i i I don't really i'll tell you about this gofundme thing it's really great i I mean yvonne did it and i i oh my god i'm so glad she didn't ask my permission because i would have shut that down if i had to no doubt i i I mean i just know i would have because i'm such an idiot but but (laughs) i know but the you know, she just got in my face and she goes, yeah, which one of us does the bills? Because it seems like we have a show about which one of us does the bills. And every time it's the same person, which one of us does the bills? And I said, well, you do the bills. She gets that's right. So don't mess with my method for getting the bills straight. I mean, she was not pleased. That, so I'm like, okay. Wait, when Yavana's on a mission, there's, <laughs> there's no stopping her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm obviously the boss of this house. Anytime your bond is not home, uh, you know, if, and, but when she gets here, you know, I, I get the, when those wheels hit the driveway, I am, I get that demotion. Uh, so yeah, Yvonne with the wave of her hand, just can control any of my, you know, weirdness. So you know, something that you, you were saying to me uh, on Sunday when we were, we were chatting, uh, when I so related to you, you were saying if it wasn't for Yvonne, that you would probably never, ever go to the doctor. You would never follow up on any of the appointments. And Tom, I like everything that you said, I pushed me too. Like, and I think this is why married men live longer because their wives make appointments for them uh, to go to see the doctor. I, I wouldn't see the dentist. I wouldn't see the doctor if it were not for my wife. So I totally relate to that. No, and you know it's. I, I hate to just say, hey, if it's important to you, get it done. Like, I mean, because it's not like I'm trying to goad her into doing something I'm no, gonna do. I'm not gonna do it. I mean, I've never heard anybody say, "Holy crap, man, this chemo was unbelievable." You know, I mean, no one ever has ever said that. So, yeah. I mean, she's gonna have to make, and she is. She's God. Yvonne's doing. I, 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 you know, always think I appreciate her to the fullest but i i'm 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 constantly upstage you know it's uh she she is an amazing person uh i, I want to um if we could come back to talking about uh some of the, the fear and, and disappointment um what i first want to do though for for the podcast is take a quick break and uh, then we when we come back we will jump uh, back into that <laughs> Time is running out to register during early registration for ADHD Rewired's Spring Coaching and Accountability Groups. 
Registration interviews are limited to Tuesdays and Thursdays, and my calendar was filling up. Don't miss your chance to join during the early registration drive so you can take advantage of early registration pricing and get $400 off. The ADHD Rewired Coaching and Accountability Group is the only online video-based group coaching program that meets three times a week. Improve your planning skills, gain time awareness, and get supportive accountability from members of your own tribe. Learn, grow, and connect. Go to coachingrewired.com to learn more and to schedule your registration interview today before early registration ends on February 15th or before we fill up. Space is limited. The website again is coachingrewired.com. Do you have a question about productivity or ADHD that you'd like me to answer? Do you have a topic you want to talk to me about? Join us every second Tuesday of the month at 12.30 p.m. Central Time for an hour of live Q&A. To register, go to erictibbers.com slash events. You can ask me questions live on video or enter it in the Q&A box during the event or submit your questions ahead of time. Your questions may be heard on an upcoming episode. To confirm dates and times and to register, go to erictibbers.com slash events. See you there. And we are back. All right. Um, now I would love to do a live show with you, like on stage, live in a theater. That would be awesome. Well, we'll look at that for the Chad uh, talent contest. We'll see what we can do there. Maybe we'll we can do like a, uh, an after hours, an after, huh? hour, an after hours show. Perhaps. Because we can't do anything in like a five minute slot that they allot us for the. Uh... I, know. I know. We'll, have, right. to, we'll have to get a bunch of people and combine all the time or something. Let's... <laughs> all right. So let's let's. Uh... What, are you, what are you smoking there, Tom? I'm not smoking. I'm vaping. You're vaping. What do you, what do you what's it, What's in that vape? Uh, P and G. It's uh, I'm I'm. I make my own baked juices happens to be the cream de menthe uh, flavor. And it is awesome with no nicotine in it. And it's very fun to watch all the smoke everywhere. It's like mystical. So that's why I do it. Nice, fun. nice visual effects. Yeah. All right. So um, let's, let's come back to talking a little bit about um, this. Uh, uh, you're talking about this anxiety and this fear uh, of disappointing others. Yeah, and that's a good place to come back, Eric, because you see where where we are now is we're kind of in, I guess, Thursday. Is that crap? Is that tomorrow? No, uh, no, today's Tuesday. Well, Thursday, I have to go in for another MRI and uh, then I think a follow up. Then they got to drive to Charleston and we're going to be talking to. Uh, the doctors down there. And I, I, as far as I can tell, uh, th- what we're trying to determine is, or do we want to do this in Charleston or do we want to do this in Greenville? Now, I don't want to drive to Charleston for three and a half hours mm-hmm. every other weekend and three and a half hours back every other weekend. I can't live there. My job's here. My family's here. My b- job, everything's here. Okay. Now, 
I don't want the money to be the the linchpin of this thing. And and maybe it will end up be, and maybe it won't. But the thing is, I I I feel better about the doctors there. This is like what they do. And but at the same time, if they're giving me the same pill there, I mean, I'm I I can't really just say, well, you know, it was their idea. So I'm just gonna you know, spend the extra money and drive, just get the pill. I'd like to be in a position that I can't. So if if, if they're going to have to, I guess, convince me that I am so much better there than anywhere else. And I don't, I know they won't lie to me. They're very, very good, good people uh, down there. I, I, I really have a personal relationship with, with all of my doctors and nurses in Charleston. They, they, they know me by the minute they say, Hey, Tom, they know who I am. And, uh, and, and it's a lot of fun going down there, but, but, you know, I have a responsibilities here. So that's really the big thing is where are we going to do it? My understanding is it's going to last for about, uh, uh, five months, which seems like a hell of a lot of time. Mm. But anyway, uh, when it is all said and done, uh, the expectations is there should be little to no cancer left and, and it should never be a problem for me again. So, but it's not just that it's, it's even if they could tell me it was going to happen, it doesn't mean I, I'm not going to be worried and, 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 and about it constantly and wondering every questioning, everything that I think or do that isn't right. And wondering, Oh my God, is that it, what, you know, I mean, it's, it's not, it's, again, it's, it's not as tangible as, as when you have it, it's just not as tangible as hearing about somebody else, you know, okay, well, that's in head brain, but me, it's, you know, I can still think like I used to. It's just, it's weird, man. Have you um, uh, connected to any kind of a cancer support group? You know, I have. Uh, I did that very privately. Um, some of my videos I just released in there and uh, helping certain people, much like I do in the ADHD community before a lot of this happened. And, you know, seeing people who are close to where I was and answering, you know, and, and it's been a, a good outlet. I, ha- I haven't been doing it as much as I'm, so I, you, I thought. The as, ones that you've been doing it online? Yeah, yeah. What about a face-to-face? Huh? What about a face-to-face support group? Well, you know... I know that requires you to put on pants. It would. Well, yeah. But the other thing is, you know, I I really have to, to... My priorities have to be with my family first. And my family requires me to work and... My insurance is a result of my work, which pays for a lot of this stuff. So in as much as I would love to just, you know, you know, so, I, you know, like you said, you know, when we're trying to raise money to your chest, if there's some guy out there with like, you know, a billion dollars, you know, just load up my GoFundMe page. And you know what? I'll do nothing for the rest of my life except help people with brain cancer because, I'd love to do that, but mm. it's just not going to happen that way. Uh, you you don't remember that? Empty your pockets. I remember that. <laughs> I, and I remember how much you enjoyed that. That was amazing. Anyway. <laughs> it, didn't, uh, it didn't work so, very well, though. So <laughs> Yeah. But, you know, I, I would love that. But, but, you know, it's just not 
it's not something that everybody gets an opportunity to do. And, and I like doing what I do. And I like, I like, I like myself. I like myself very much. I like, I, I like the things I do. And I, I, I'm, I don't have to answer to, I mean, on my online and all that. So I don't, I don't have to worry about what anybody else thinks really. I, I can just do what I want. Work is different. They do have expectations. And I, I, you know, it's and and a lot of it is Eric. It, it you know, it is the ADHD. It's the constant uh, fear of of disappointing people. It's just that when you see it happening or imagine it happening, it it just it becomes that more we more real. And uh, that's kind of the 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 problem that I've had uh, with with this. But I, I do have a great support system, and uh, you know, as far as I can tell now. We uh we passed the Rubicon, I guess, by getting through the chemo and or the the uh, radiation, and now the chemo is supposed to start. And you know, I the radiation, I got pretty much the same information, and it was all pretty accurate. Oh well, yeah, a little nausea, a little fatigue, lose your hair. Well, all that stuff happened to me. Okay, but now what? I, you know, I, I, if when I talk to people about chemo, I hear things like it's worse than the disease. Okay. I hear it was nothing. It, it was like, I wasn't even doing it. Oh, it's awful. I mean, what do you do with that? I mean, it's, it's either feast or famine. So yeah. I mean, I mean, so I guess ho- I hope for the best, expect the worst. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I mean, so I guess I'm on that one. Maybe I'm better off not knowing. I can just kind of make my own, mine up but you know i I, it's i don't know the other thing i i I don't when i work you know and and on your show i mean i'm 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 generally always treated with suspect i mean most people are usually treated with respect uh not you so much when i'm on your show because i I kind of dish you i I, I would i would expect nothing less (laughs) but but you know when i when I go into work, it's like I have this speech impediment. When I get excited, I might, and then the guy thinks I don't know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. And that kind of bugs me. But I've, I've learned, you know what? Um, I'd rather have my speech impediment and know how to put this light bulb in than be in your position. So I'm really okay just saying, okay, let me get you somebody else. Okay. But what Are I you, don't well, let me, want, let me ask you though, because that, that sounds like the, the way you would respond to things prior to all of this happening. Or you say I'm okay with it. Like, are like, a, oh yeah, a, you know yeah. what I mean. A person who is secure in the knowledge they have has no real need to convince other people. Yeah. I mean, I I know how this works. I don't really care if you believe me or not. I I mean, I've done it, and you know, I, I'm aware of it. Now, what does bother me, and well, I should say hasn't yet, but will scare me. I, I guess I've envisioned the worst case scenario with my chemo is all my hair going out, including my face and my eyebrows. Now, you know, okay, my beard, fine. I'm just clean shaved. No big thing. The hair, I'll be wearing a hat, whatever. But man, no eyebrows. I mean, it's, I, I get that that happens. I'm not, not being critical of saying people are stupid without their eyebrows. But I mean, Eric, Shave your eyebrows, man. You'll look stupid. I mean, it's just, it's a fact. And I didn't make up the way people, you know, I didn't make this shit, this stuff up. So I'm just saying, uh, 
I don't want people to look at me and see a person with cancer and give me some kind of extra, because when I do talk, sometimes people, people are like, oh, 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 okay. I mean, like, like I need their extra validation. I mean, I'm just trying to talk about, you know, this or that, but for them to see a guy that is clear he has cancer, I, I don't think I would appreciate constantly being, uh, seeing the sympathy they have for me in their eyes. Like, like I'm like a, the looking glass self, whoever coined that term. You understand this mm -hmm. is a sociology thing. I'm sure you've heard of it. Say yes. If you haven't. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> it's like, I see, I see my reflection in their eyes as, as, as a person that's in need. Or that, 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 you know what I'm saying? Let me ask you a question. It, it, it bothers me that that I I, I I bothers me that I will have to put some money in that position where they have you know I, I it's hard to explain. But let me ask you something. If, if that doesn't make sense. Just delete it. No, it's 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 fine. And and so the, and the question I want to ask you, it's sort of forming as I'm saying it. Um, you know, I know that that you would like. I like to say that you know I I have ADHD. You like to say that you are ADHD. Right. How is this different with uh, cancer? This it's it seems like that the people are are looking at you and the fear that people are treating you as if you are cancer versus you having cancer. Okay, it's a fair question. Um, I will state the obvious that cancer, like, is a disease and. ADHD really isn't a disease. It's a condition or, okay. Um, but it's like saying somebody is bipolar. It's like saying uh, they have bipolar children. They have cancerous children. I mean, sometimes people, and that's, I know, I know that you don't get hung up on labels and I'm glad. And I know you don't, because if you ever had, I would have had something to say to you about it before, <laughs> I'm sure. And I know I've never have. I know you're asking me this question to gauge where I am, but as long as you broach the subject, uh, I will feel free to just tell the world what I feel about labels. I love labels. I am a label guy. I love labels, you know, because the ADHD label means if I go on Facebook and see where it says the people are ADHD, what that means to me is, hey, there's a good chance someone in this group might be interesting you know i like the labels it's how we it's how i use to find the people that i want to interact with it, it's why does i don't understand why it has to be looked at as a bad thing to say you're adhd or i happen to have ADHD. i mean it, it's, it's silly it's silly to me it, it just whatever however you self-identify you know uh i'm like man or i'm gay hey whichever however i think, I think that's gonna be our soundbite at the very beginning of the show it probably should be <laughs> most most of you know when i'm on the show eric it's like the hardest part is what really should be the beginning of the show because every word he speaks is so profound no but it, but it sounds like you you want people to see you for you and not you for the cancer you know yeah that's true i mean look I, but and i listen that makes true. sense though because it, like it what does. what asset does cancer have right but, but, but right but 
it's that is kind of true, but I don't necessarily want people to just see me as an ADHD guy. Okay. I don't need them to do it or not do it. I don't, the only issue I have with them seeing me as a cancer guy is because, I mean, if I meet a person, unless I have a real long talk with him, I don't have any idea if he's ADHD or not. Whereas I meet a guy with no eyebrows and no hair and, you know, no, eye. Hey, um, well, he's cancer guys. He's having a tough time. I have, I feel sorry for this poor guy. How would you and, approach and a now person? He sees that he yeah. sees me feeling sorry for him, mm-hmm. which is a constant reminder of what he's going through. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to put people in that position. It scares me. I mean, I'm not going to paint eyebrows on for their benefit because that's just stupid. Okay. But I mean, unless you're a woman, I get that crap. But I'm, I mean, I'm just saying nothing against women. You, you, damn it. These people just don't <laughs> know. I mean, if, if they don't, they can just be mad at me. But I know women like to paint eyebrows on, and some of them are awesome at it, and some of them aren't. But I'm just not going to do it. I don't want to have to do it. So maybe I can get some fake like eyebrows. So if you, anybody's got a, <laughs> a any, any eyebrow, I just really, I just need my eyebrows. Okay, I can so wear the, a hat. The, 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 the teaser bumper is I just need some fake eyebrows. I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just don't, I don't want people. I don't want people to, 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 I don't want to change the, 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 the mood of any people because of something they see because they feel sorry for me. I don't yeah. want to feel, I don't want people feeling sorry for me. I'm right. okay. I mean, I, I will deal with this and, and I, I, I just want to, you know, contribute as best I can, but I do have my own fears and, and there, and those fears are, are, are more real than I, I ever believe that they would be. Yeah. Have you named them? Have you, really explored them you know eric i'm really just a bear my head in the sand kind of guy and wait for it to go away pull it out everything looks good move on i don't i it's it's always what i'm done it's what my father's done uh and, and and it's i'm not saying i'm incapable of of other methods um you know i have agreed to to go with the therapy at Yvonne has and and that she's doing and I'm 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 really you know I'm I'm okay about that you know I I I'm okay you know I I don't I I just I don't want people to I don't want people to you know just constantly bother me because they they think I'm upset it's okay if they do I wouldn't be mad but I don't want I also don't want them to ignore me because they think they don't want what to say to me. I mean, yeah. if, if there's mm-hmm. somebody that, and I don't just mean Facebook people or, I mean, or people, anybody, I mean, you know, it's like there was people at work, you know, who I, I think I talked to you about this last night. I hope it was last night because it wasn't, then it was on this show and it's going to be repeated. But, you know, there's these three uh, people at work that I'm very, very close to. I've known them for years. And it was odd that, when all of this happened, um, they were very distant from me. Mm. I mean, ex- I mean, like almost to the point of ignoring me. I didn't mm. see them. I mean, I saw them every day, several times. Hey, Tom, it, it, I, these are the people I mess with. Okay. But then 
it's like nothing. They're 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 just like, and and I I kind of I'm pretty perceptive, and I knew what the problem was. Okay, so I figured, well, let me just take care of this. So this this wonderful uh, girl at work, uh, named Lisa, she was the she hadn't said a word to me since the the news got out. I hadn't even had brain surgery yet, or it was. Yeah, it was, or even after I came back from brain surgery, it'd been two weeks and said, you know, Lisa, she has not said a word to me. I said, I think I know what it is. I'm, I'm going to go fix it. And I walked up to Lisa and I you know, put my arm on her and I said, hey, Lisa, I know that you're afraid to talk to me, but I'm okay. You know, I, everything is good. You don't, you, you don't have to worry about what you say to me. I'm you know, the, the, the hard part is done. And she just started crying and, mm. and, and gave me a hug. And, you know, it was just hard for her because people, you know, it's, I mean, it's sometimes people just don't know how to behave around people they're that close to. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm not, look, the community of people with ADHD uh, have been great, and 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 and, and bless. I mean, I, and me and Lisa are great now, and so are me and the other two people that that I went and, and saw. And everything at work is great. People are always starting to mess with me. There's a girl named Janice that works at the uh, uh, protest who calls me uh, Loby, you know, which I think is awesome that she. Uh, does that uh, message Wendy about that? It's my even my store manager with the light bulb thing. I mean, people are joking, and that's what I need. You know, that's yeah. that that's what I want. That's I, I like when I, I make mean, like when I make fun of you for saying a word it, they don't understand. Right when you like I, I've been taking some notes when by you the and way. Yvonne callously <laughs> uh, rake me over the coals for words I don't pronounce correctly. Oh, was that, that so, stuff is helpful. So I was I was I'm hoping that we would get a chance because I would like you to uh, um, repeat the phrase methodologically theatrical. Are you just writing random words? To see if I can pronounce them. No, these were words that you said during the, the course of this conversation. I'm certain. That, what, read that one word again that you just wrote. That, that I attempted to say and couldn't myself. Methola, meth. Oh, it was methodically. Methodically. That makes sense. Methodically theatrical. You know, you don't even have a brain tumor. And you can't even do it. <laughs> met. Met. <laughs> Methodot. What's say the damn? Is this in real Me words? Methodically. Can you hold it up? Yeah, to yeah, yeah. I'm gonna see my wonderful handwriting. Oh, did you spell it right? Probably not. I would say almost. Oh, wait, uh, At, there we go. Hold on. Ask for money. Okay, okay. Here we go. Met <laughs> method. Methodically. <laughs> what? I Threat think that says threadle. <laughs> I am glad I made you hold that up. There's a damn <laughs> listener you have that's going to be able to pronounce that word. What, what did I write down? Yeah. I can't believe you failed the speech impediment part of your show with the brain tumor guy. I just, <laughs> I, I mean, that is awesome. All right. How about, um, <laughs> uh, Hey, you know, there's a word I really like to say that I do screw up and it's uh, per, Particularly, boy, Ooh, that's, that's tough. tough. Part particularly, particularly, I get it. I, 
that I, that one I had to practice. I don't know why I like that word, word but I do. One of those like L's that par- particularly. Oh, and oh, you on? Okay, I'm so glad. I'm so glad we went into this because this is funny. Now, there's nobody that makes more fun of my speech, obviously, than Yvonne. And and she is, to- I mean, everybody can do that. I don't care. But Yvonne loves doing it because she just thinks it's so endearing when I flood these words. And I don't know why. But I will tell you, it was funny because it was like my second week at work. And she says, uh, so, Tom, let me just ask you a question. Has anybody at work at like customers have you like asked like where you're from? And like, you mean like my speech is so bad they don't recognize like an accent? Like, like you, you know, and she, uh, she started laughing so hard, right? So anyway, I went and uh, I told uh, the next day at work. I mean, the next day, early in the morning. Where are you from? I recognize your accent. I mean, it was as if she just called somebody. When I told Devon that, I thought she was going to lose it laughing. But then, uh, it, this was, and this was, this was early on. Now, about a week ago, uh, I was, one thing I have a problem, and I'll, I'll just do it. One thing they always tell me at the doctor to do is to stick my tongue out, Okay. I don't know why. I think they like it's supposed to go out straight, mm-hmm. right? But mine always curves to this way. So let me show you. Interesting. Okay. Okay. But sometimes when they eat, I have noticed, uh, or when I'm talking, I will spit. Okay. I never spit when I talk, but it's a paralysis. Mm. Okay. And I don't, I mean, like mm. sometimes I'll see, oh my God, I'm drooling all over whatever. Uh, that's not what this blanket is for everybody. It's for Eric's, uh, you know, obsession with quality sound. Uh, but anyway, it's about excellence, Tom. It's about excellence. <laughs> so I, anyway, I spit on Yvonne when I was talking and she didn't get mad, but of course now she wants to pull all everything out of that, that of it that she can, like my wife is prone to do. She goes, Oh my God, I got to ask you something. And I said, have you ever spit on the customer at work? <laughs> and I totally, I, and I have, and I totally forgot about this. The guy was so cool about it. But anyway, he was wearing glasses. And I noticed that he asked me about these hue lights or whatever it was. And uh, I got a little excited and started talking. And then I saw the projectile go right out of my oh, I, I watched. I watched. Oh. It his, I watched it hit his glasses. Let me tell you how cool this guy was. All he did, he shook off his glasses, <laughs> wiped them, and put them right back on, and just kept right on listening to me. I said, you know, I said, you know what? I bet you I could have spit on the faces of a thousand people, and not one of them would have been as cool as that. I said. Just so, just since you were so cool about it, man, just so you're clear, uh, you know, here's why. And he goes, man, don't worry about it, man. He goes, I, you know, I, I'm not a big deal. So, yeah, I guess it could have went worse. But I do, I do find that if I am getting into trouble with my speech or, or whatever, if I will simply stop, slow down, or I'll, I'll slow down and I'll stop completely mm-hmm. i readdressed the customer i said sir 
you know, it's very important to you that I explain to you exactly what it is you need to do so that you can hook this light fixture up correctly. Uh, I have recently had brain surgery, and that is the reason for the expect the, the speech impediment. So I'm very, I really do appreciate from the bottom of my, of my heart you indulging me that. He goes, oh, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, and, and that that is all it takes. Once once the brain surgery word comes out, I can do no wrong. You know, it's, it's, it's so. You know that is um uh been very helpful, and I don't necessarily use it as a crutch because the other thing is I, I mean when people hear a person talk with a speech impediment, it's not right, and I'm can't say I'm any better than anybody else about this, but there's something in their head that makes them think maybe they might not know what they're talking about because they don't sound very smart. So that is why that is how I came up with the to counter it. I stop it. I just put it right in their face and explain it to them. This is the reason. So now I'm going to continue. And it has worked beautifully. It's disarming. Yeah, it is exactly what it is. And, you know, and there's so many, I mean, there's so many things in in your life that you can do that exact same thing with, you know, and, and just, and just the best way to get in front of fear is just to step in front of it and say, hey, this is it. And then do that on. with the stuff that you're afraid of, Tom. Yeah, it's but you see. It, it's different when I'm with the customers, like I'm on stage, you know, I'm on the stage, I'm live, I'm doing my thing. That's one thing going into the building with the it's different. So can you, you know? live stream at your next panic attack? <laughs> that's, that's crazy enough that it might actually work for you tom you know, maybe hey maybe uh maybe i should set up some cameras in my my room here and uh you know set them all for motion so in, in, in that way it'll grab them all and i can have like a a panic attack uh yeah like i don't know I, we can come up with some kick-ass pa- music pa- panoramic panic attack that's that's, that's not can you say I think, that i think it, i think it has legs <laughs> um all right so we are at an hour and 22 minutes you're we right tommy you, like, we did the longest <laughs> show we you know we did a two-hour show one of my shows two like oh maybe it was three two or three hours man we just i don't know hopefully couple people are still listening so uh we we uh started at the gofundme we were at 64 20 and i just refreshed the page tom yeah we are at 64 70 all right yeah so uh hey it has not declined yeah so uh thank you lolly for uh for contributing yeah she uh excellent yeah thank you lolly um, Thank you. Now, now, and, hey, and, and you know what? Not and and listen, not just because Lolly uh, did that. Um, I'm, is she still listen? I can't see. I think so. Okay, doesn't matter. I'll, I'll tell her to go back. But we met Lolly at the Chad conference, right? And it was so funny because you know I always say, and I did that. I'd say I'm not going to breakouts. If you want to hang out with me, meet me and Vaughn, we're going to be in the the uh, lobby, sitting down wherever the bar the food the, the whatever it is and by all means anybody wants to well and you were there and is that not exactly what we did it is exactly yeah. well, anyway, lolly was out there and i knew lolly but i didn't really know her know her and 
man, we were ha- we were having such a great time. She I, she had some thing some thing that she was gonna go to. I think I, I think she just blew it off because she she just hung out with. We were we were laughing. It was and Lolly is definitely gonna be on the Tom Bard Nardone show very very soon. I I did not realize she is a ball of fire, man. Yes, she is. I I love that lady. She is so funny. So, uh, you know, we're at the hour and 25 minute mark uh, and we haven't even talked about Google versus Alexa. Is that going to need to be another show? No. Um, you know what, man? Yeah, I think so, man. OK, there, there are there are so many things that I have figured out. And this will this will be like a precursor to the, another show. Not today. This show will have far less crying in it, I would think, uh, than this one did. But we'll, we'll make space for crying. I have really uh, done some r- real research into the technology of of a lot of this stuff, and there are so many applica- applications, applications. <laughs> That's good. Uh, good recovery. For a lot of this stuff that honestly. Has I mean, like I have not forgot the taking the trash out, which I never used to remember. I have never forgotten to take the trash out in two months. I have not one day. You know why? Because when I when my, you know, Google Echo, whatever wakes me up every day, the lights come on when the alarm goes off. No big deal. They come on, except on Tuesday. On Tuesday, they come on, but they're green. Green mm. for garbage. I know it's garbage, Jake. That's great. Okay. That's great. I mean, there's so many. That's pretty things. ninja. I mean, it, it, things that people, you know, without the benefit of perhaps my counsel may never discover. So maybe, Eric, I will, you know what? Maybe as a, I don't know, as a sense of homage, maybe I will uh, put together a productivity show for you based on the technology of home improvements and maybe i will even have my friends uh echo and google join us on the show that could be a big show that's so like now would it be too much to uh would it put it over the top if you titled the show something about top like seven Top tags. I know how much you love list shows. Yes. Um, you are not ever going to get me to start a title of a show or anything with a number. Seven ways, ten things. That's just not very Tom Nardone. I mean, it works for other people, and I know a lot of people respond to numbers, and I'm glad they do. And for their benefit, there are shows like yours and others, but I just don't do that. Tom, I'm I'm sad to say we only have two people watching right now. Two people. Two people. We had a, we had a lot a, for a while. You know, it's oh uh, good, good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I will be going back and reading all the comments, and I will respond to as many as I can. Should there be, uh, I don't know how many people comment, but I bet I better had a damn lot of likes. That's all I'm saying. I so, actually did so see. Whoever's the- left, whoever's left watching right now. You start pounding it because I'm going to be pissed off if there's not like a bunch of likes. Is it happening, Eric? Is it happening now? Well, we have to wait a few moments for it to catch up. <laughs> right. But I, I, I have been, you know, for most of this conversation, I'm out of the corner of my eye. I see like the, the hearts and the likes kind of floating across the screen. 
Um, right. Oh, I think we just got a. We, oh, oh, here they are. Here they come. Here they come. Four. Woo-hoo! You just got four. And they are all probably right. all by the same person. So That's okay. <laughs> I don't care. They all get credit for every one of them. All right, let's uh, let's wrap this up, Tom. Uh, thanks for for being my sloppy second. Uh, it's, Eric, it's always a pleasure. I love you, Eric, and I always have, man. You're 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 all my hero, and I, I so thank you for having me on your show, man. Tom, you're welcome. Thank you. This is Eric Tibbers. Thank you for listening, and congratulations for making it to the end. ADHD Rewired is more than just a podcast. We are a community focused on learning, growing, and connection. The website is ADHDrewired.com. You can find summaries and additional resources for each episode. Learn more about the ADHD Rewired Coaching and Accountability Group and sign up for my email newsletter to get exclusive content that you won't get anywhere else. It's all at ADHDrewired.com. Support ADHD Rewired and help replenish our coaching group scholarship fund by becoming a monthly patron at patreon.com slash ADHD Rewired. Different levels of support get different perks. You can give just a buck or three or five bucks a month or more. Every little bit helps. And it's an awesome way for you to let me know that you value this show the community, and everything else we do. That's patreon.com slash ADHD Rewired. You can follow me on Twitter at Eric Tivers. Subscribe to ADHD Rewired on YouTube to see select interviews and other videos I've made. The ADHD Rewired community is now a secret group on Facebook, so that's one less reason to not just be a passive listener, but to be an active member of our community. Fill out our short screening form at our website, ADHDrewired.com. We screen everyone before they join. Podcasts change lives. You can make a difference in someone's life by spreading the word about this podcast. Mention it in your online communities or on Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, Quora, or wherever you hang out online. And be sure to share it with your friends, your family, your clients, as well as your coaches, therapists, and doctors. If you're a member of Chad or any other ADHD support group, be sure to tell them about this podcast. You can even show them how to download it on their phone or even do it for them. And if you really love this episode, please hit share on your podcast player. I'm only one person and I count on you to help me spread the message. One of the biggest things you really can do to support this podcast and to help other people discover it is to leave an honest rating and review on the Apple Podcast app or on Stitcher or any other podcast app that supports and accepts ratings and reviews. Looking for more ways to listen and learn? Get a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial at Audible by going to audibletrial.com slash ADHD Rewired. Need some ideas on where to start other than Brene Brown's Gifts of Imperfection, Daring Greatly, Rising Strong, or her six-hour recorded workshop, The Power of Vulnerability? Then I would recommend The One Thing by Gary Keeler. 
Oh, and if you by any chance know Brene Brown, please let her know how grateful I am for all of her work and what she means to me and the ADHD community, and that she's welcome on my show anytime. And in the one in like 7 billion chance that Brene, you're listening, please come and be a guest. Thanks. This is Eric Tivers reminding you, keep learning, keep growing, and keep connecting. And no matter how hard it all feels, remember, we can do hard things. Until next time.